friends in English 327 Intermediate Poetry Writing, welcome to week seven. So we're almost halfway there. We're almost at the midterm. Um, and I need to remind you that next week I'm going to be holding midterm conferences, Zoom conferences, uh, from Monday, March 22nd through Thursday, March 25th. Um, so if you've not yet signed up, please do. You'll find uh, the link to the Sign Up Genius on Blackboard under announcements. Um, and I also need to remind you that one of the assignments for the course is to memorize and recite a poem, um, at least 14 lines. And I'm going to ask that you do that during one of these two conferences, either the midterm or the final. Um, so if you're ready to do it now, you certainly may at the midterm. Um, if you're not, um, you might want to start thinking about it. Um, choose a poem that's, that's meaningful to you, you know, one that you want to carry around with you forever. Um, it needs to be at least 14 lines, so, you know, a sonnet is good. Um, but again, try to, try to choose a poem that's meaningful to you. And um, limit yourself to one of the two websites, the Academy of American Poets, which is poets.org, or poetryfoundation.org, one of those two websites. Try to get, try to get, you must get, I ask that you please do get your poem from there. Um, don't take it from anywhere else for the purposes of quality control. Um, okay, so that's what I need to remind you of. Um, this week we're going to be talking about um, looking at and writing some short narrative poems. So I'm going to take you through poem assignment number seven, the short narrative poem. The epic narrative is the oldest poetic form in the Western world. Traditionally, epic narratives use mnemonic aids, such as meter, to assist in the oral transmission of work. From these ancient sources, modern forms of narrative poetry emerged, including the popular ballad form. More recently, many contemporary poets have adopted the prose poem as a vehicle for transmitting narrative in verse, eschewing traditional poetic forms for a more direct approach to subject matter. For this week, write a short narrative poem that relates the story of a particular incident that happened to you or to someone you know. The incident may be completely fabricated, but it should be believable. You may choose to narrate the incident in a linear fashion, as Frost does in Out Out, or you may fragment the narrative, as Bridget Kelly does in Dead Doe. To begin, you might consider writing the narrative in prose in order to work out the details of the story. Once you've determined the essential details of the narrative, you may choose to rewrite it in enjambed lines, or you may choose you may choose to leave it as a prose poem, as Carolyn Forche does in The Colonel. However you format your poem, avoid trying to explain the meaning of the incident. Rather, allow the reader to infer meaning through the details you choose to include and the manner in which you present them. All right, so um, I give you some here in the assignment, some examples of narrative poems, different styles of narrative poems. Um, the first one is a famous American poem by uh, Robert Frost, Out Out, um, which tells the story of a, of a farm boy who has his 
um, hand cut off in a in a in an accident um, with a saw, a buzz saw. Um, and then another uh, kind of gruesome, actually, poem, narrative poem. This one is very fragmented. Um, Dead Doe. I love this poem. I love this poet, Bridget Bridget Kelly. Um, she died a few years ago. Um, but she's a wonderful, wonderful, was a wonderful contemporary poet. And I included one of her poems um, on Blackboard Song, which I think is probably, probably in my top 10 all-time favorite poems. And that's really saying a lot. Um, it's an incredible poem, song. Um, so be on the lookout for that one on Blackboard. Um, Dead Doe is great too, but she does something different in Dead Doe um, where she's fragmenting the narrative and or fragmenting the form on the page and um, the narrative. It's almost as if the speaker is trying to rewrite the narrative uh, through memory, right? Remembering it. Um, and then finally, Carolyn Forche, the colonel. Um, this is a really famous prose poem. Carolyn Forche came here, actually, um, when I first started here. I think it was like 2011 or 12. Um, well, I started in 2008, so I guess I'd been here for a little while. Um, but Carolyn Forche came. She read this poem. It was incredible to hear her read this in person. Um, this is a narrative poem based on a true incident. Um, I won't give you any more background. Um, there's actually kind of a whole history behind this poem, but I'm just going to let you just just look at just look at the poem, just look at the story, and consider what's going on there um, with this narrative poem. Um, she actually, Car Carolyn Forche, said at one point she didn't consider it a poem at all um, because she didn't think that poetry was the right format for such a gruesome incident. It's really interesting now that I think about it, all of the poems that I've included, the example poems are all kind of, as I say, gruesome narratives. And that is as well the kernel. Um, so there you go. Those are a few examples. I've given you other examples on Blackboard. Um, one of them I included, I just uh, uh, talked about, um, Song by Bridget Kelly. Um, Claudia Rankin. Um, this is a really another prose poem that is a, comes from a really interesting book called Citizen, um, which I think should be required in uh, reading for every American citizen. Um, all three of these are, are some of my favorite poets. And then I give you the Colonel, of course, and then Song. Um, so take a look at those and um, write a response to one of those, which will be due on Wednesday. And then um, you're going to write your own narrative poem on uh, Sunday by or post it by Sunday. Um, I'm going to take you through one of my own narrative poems. I'll read it to you and I'll include the link as well so you can read along with me. Um, this is a true story, a true story that was has also been fabricated a little bit, um, but for the most part, it's a, it's a true story. Your life is meaningless. I cannot tell you where they came from. It seemed they appeared from the sky, rounding the corner in their silver Camry, like a spaceship 
from another galaxy. College kids, or so I thought. Drunk as shit, but still clean cut. The type you'd expect to play varsity lacrosse and to love their mothers a bit too much. The kind who'll go on to become management executives or investment analysts with two houses and ex-wives in three separate cities. No woman could ever make them happy enough. So when one of them leaned out of the passenger side window and yelled those words to no one ahead of or behind me on the street, I chuckled to myself but never stopped, safe in my womb of obliviousness, until I realized he was talking to me. Something miraculous happened at that moment, something I cannot begin to deconstruct. But as I continued on, straight from my appointment with the OBGYN, where I saw him swimming on a flat black screen, a shadow creature just barely visible, a Rorschach test to anyone but me. Never in my life had my life held more meaning. Never had I felt more achingly alive. The insight carrying me. Until together we began to float, soon to be mother and not yet child, along the empty, deadened street. So there you go. That's my uh, narrative poem about um, being pregnant and having some kids yell that phrase to me or that sentence to me, your life is meaningless. Um, I thought it was hilarious at the time because I wasn't visibly pregnant. I I'd just found out and I had just come from the doctor. And um, I just thought it was completely and utterly bizarre that someone would, like a random stranger, would yell that to another random stranger. Um, so there you go. Um, that's my narrative poem. I hope you have fun with this assignment. I hope you're having fun with all of the assignments. Um, I hope you're finding them um, like you're you're eager to get started. Like you're not sort of like, oh, dreading it. Like I have to write a poem this week. Um, I hope the, the assignments and the examples I give you kind of motivate you and um, get you excited and ready to write. Okay, so I will be seeing you very soon for the midterm conference. And um, have a great week. Write well. Bye-bye.